Welcome to Spiritual Psychology. My name is Renee LaValle McKenna, and I bring my 30 plus years as a recovering addict and ex crazy person turned therapist and shamanic healer to bring you snackable teachings on spirituality, psychology, and all things personal growth. And today I want to talk about a very simple principle or set of principles that is foundational in my life. And when all else fails and I don't know what to do, I fall back on the instructions to show up, tell the truth, and leave the results to God, or goddess, or whatever you call source. And that three-part phrase, as short and sweet as it is, holds incredible power to carry us through any circumstance or difficulty in our life, in a place of integrity, faith, and courage. And courage, integrity, and faith really are the principles that this prescription for living requires from us or calls us to grow into. And the first part, to show up, is often the most difficult. Certainly has been for me. And I've heard it said that 90% of what happens in our life happens just because we showed up for it. And I think it's true. And that 90% that comes from showing up often takes 90% of our resources just to do can take tremendous courage to show up for our life, to do the new, the difficult, the scary thing that'll bring us into the unknown, into new circumstances, new opportunities, new solutions, and new ways of being. And although we may be bored, uncomfortable, even miserable where we are, many of us prefer, consciously or unconsciously, to stay in the familiar, even if it's awful rather than risk the unfamiliar. I had a client who came to me in what might be called a midlife crisis. She'd had a very average life. She worked a job she didn't really care about, was married to a man who was very safe and secure, who also worked an unfulfilling job. They owned a home, had two kids and a dog, and she was cleaning out her garage. She came on the picture of an old lover, the boy she could have married, instead of the husband that she chose. And he was funny. He was adventurous. It's a picture of him racing a motorcycle, and she couldn't get him out of her head. She started to dream about him, even though she hadn't seen him in 30 years. And she became really consumed by her unlived life, and that perhaps she had made the wrong choice. And she became so unhappy, she came to me for a block of spiritual psychology work to make some peace with herself. And we did a lot of vision work about the kind of life she would like to have. We connected with her highest self. She was a beautiful woman in excellent shape. She saw herself learning to sail and living in a house by the sea, having fun, traveling, being creative and sporty and having a fulfilling sex life again. And so we did a soul retrieval, which is when we connect with an aspect of ourself that has been cut off or disconnected from our consciousness. And soul retrieval is a very powerful, transformative piece of work and can provide a lot of information about our relationship with our own authentic self. And so we did an inner journey to the part of her that was feeling unfulfilled. And we came to her as a college student packing her car. And generally in soul retrieval processes, the disconnected self part feels relief, a sense of healing and even joy or completeness from reconnecting with the larger system of ourself in present time. But this beautiful and vivacious young woman aspect of herself that we connected with packing her car 
wanted nothing to do with the adult self that was coming to meet her. This self part looked dead in my client's face and said, I want nothing to do with the life that you have created for yourself. You betrayed me. And she closed the trunk of the car and got in and drove away. It was the first time I ever saw that happen. Again, self parts are usually dying to get back, to integrate, to be loved and cared for and supported in the way they've always needed. But this part of herself knew that she was unsupported. And this client was showing up for herself. And the truth was, if we go to the tell the truth part of that adage, show up, tell the truth, and leave the results to God, the tell the truth part was that she knew she had betrayed a part of herself. She had chosen safety over authenticity. And the picture of the old boyfriend awoke that authentic part of herself that yearned for an engaging, passionate, and fulfilling life. And she had attached those things to this old boyfriend. And she gathered the courage and reached out to him. Over the weeks and months since she had come across his picture, she had been fantasizing about them having a second chance to do what they didn't do after college. But he didn't respond to her letter. And so she tracked him down on social media and she messaged him. And he responded back, I'm married now. Please don't contact me again. Whoa, she was devastated. That Prince Charming was definitely not riding up on any horses to save her from her boring, unfulfilling life. And we talked about if she would be willing to save herself. And at the end of our time together, she decided that she had made the right choice for herself in choosing safety, and that she would stay at the job that she didn't like, and with the husband who was fine, and let that adventurous part of herself find fulfillment in some parallel universe of the self. And my job as a coach, therapist, and mentor is to provide as clear and grounded a space as possible for people to show up and tell the truth and make their own choices because we really do get free will of how we live our life based on the choices that we make. And the good news is we get opportunities over and over again to keep showing up and keep telling the truth. Now, the deeper truth that that client didn't tell is that she didn't tell her husband how unhappy she was. And she continued to pretend at work that she cared about corporate crap that she was doing because those truths just felt too risky for her. And the consequences of those truths would bring her into the unknown in the care of a life force or a God that she did not trust. So life gives us all kinds of opportunities or calls or requires us to show up. And there are many, many ways that we can avoid our own opportunities for fulfillment, adventure, and a more authentic existence. We might never make the art. We might not write the book. We might not apply for the better job or buy the camper, take the trip. There are many ways we can convince ourselves not to show up for our own life. Avoidance, procrastination, hopelessness, safety. When we can show up, all kinds of interesting, new, and unexpected things can happen. And showing up doesn't always mean something new, which is where the tell the truth part comes in. The quality with which we show up in the circumstances of our life also creates our reality. And telling the truth requires self-awareness and integrity. Can I tell the emotional truth in my relationship, in any of my relationships, at work, with family, with friends, 
First, I have to know what that truth is, which often requires a lot of help and work. I know it does for me, but discomfort, suffering, pain, fear, anxiety, depression, those don't come out of nowhere. There's always a cause. And part of the work of honesty is to be able or willing to look inside ourselves and discover what the deeper causes are. And suffering is always a call for attention and change of some type. Pain is actually a very healthy part of our system as humans, pushes us to grow and change things, lets us know that something's wrong. And so again, our work is to be willing to look inside ourselves and get honest or become aware of what is being called for to change. And just naming and owning that can begin that transformational process. I've been working with a woman who's had a deep suicidal depression. She's been trying all different kinds of meds. She did a couple rounds of ketamine, and she was really of the mindset that her depression was purely physical. And from my experience, depression is always mental, emotional, circumstantial, and physical. It's rooted in hopelessness and a pressing down or a depression of the authentic self. And the hopelessness that she had was that she had to stay in the job she was in, that there was no hope for her to change her living circumstances, and she was incredibly isolated. And I have to say, what really helped this woman was to find a prayer partner. They agreed to make a phone call every night, and they started to pray. Pray for her willingness. Pray for her hope. Pray for positive change in her life. And although she certainly found what seems like the right set of meds, we cannot undervalue the power of prayer that has moved her to put in her notice at the job. She's planning some travel this spring and has begun to do artwork for the first time in years. And in her own way, she showed up. She told the truth about her difficulties and God of the life force has moved her forward in positive and constructive ways. So where are you being called to show up in your life? What is your deeper truth? And are you willing to bring it forth and tell it and leave the results to God, the life force, the universal flow, which has only your highest good in mind. Thank you so much for listening. Deep gratitude to my supporters on Patreon and through this podcast. Blessings on your path until we meet again. This is Renee LaValle McKenna for Spiritual Psychology.